Welcome to the Basketball Update. I'm Adam Nazarali. This is a special basketball update for July 30th, 2021, following the NBA draft. But before we get into that, we actually have a massive trade that happened earlier in the day. So the Washington Wizards have agreed to trade Russell Westbrook, a 2024 second round pick, a 2028 second round pick to the Los Angeles Lakers for Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Montrezl Harrell, and number 22 in tonight's draft. Yeah, I mean, that, that is just kind of a blockbuster trade. I'm kind of surprised Russell Westbrook going for so little. I know he's on this kind of massive contract, but it's still kind of crazy to me that just three, four years ago, he was MVP of the league, and now he's been traded, what, three times in three years? Like, OKC to Rockets, Rockets to Wizards, Wizards to Lakers. It's just like, wow, you wouldn't have seen that kind of 20, 30 years ago. But yeah, I think he'll do really well on the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers have a lot of salary tied up in three players now. Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James, three players are tied up for $120 million against the salary alone next season and i was reading a tweet actually that's more than 19 teams going into the draft tonight so three players alone constitute more salary than 19 teams in the league with full teams which is crazy so i don't know how they're going to build out the rest of that roster i think they're really going to lack in spacing i mean russell westbrook's not a great shooter lebron's an okay shooter but like it's not his strongest kind of feature and same with anthony davis so it'll be interesting to see how the lakers kind of develop next year and on the other hand here you know where do the wizards go from here you know there have been kind of conflicting reports some some people have said beal is going to get traded some people have said you know he's fully committed to the project in washington i'm kind of somewhere in the middle i think everything up to this point has, has bradley beal has shown he wants to play for the wizards for his entire career but i mean it's got to be gutting you know, knowing John Wall wanted to leave and now Russell Westbrook wanted to leave. And it's like, at what point do you throw your hands up and say, you know, I want to be in a different position. So I believe his contract is up next year. So we could see that or the year after that, perhaps we'll have to see what happens with the Wizards here. But but kind of the main news heading into tonight was the 2021 NBA draft. A lot of teams wanting to make some big time moves and we've seen it so far. So up until this uh, recording, we've seen about 10 selections and I'll go through those right now and, and give some of my thoughts. So the first five picks were Cade Cunningham, number one overall to the Detroit Pistons, Jalen Green, number two overall to the Houston Rockets, Evan Mobley, number three overall to the Cleveland Cavaliers, Scotty Barnes, number four overall to the Toronto Raptors, and Jalen Suggs, number five overall to the Orlando Magic. So very quickly, first of all, congrats to all of these guys here and the, and the guys I'll mention uh, later. Um, Cade Cunningham, you know, from, from what I've read and kind of the, the analysis drafts, draft experts have said is, you know, he's been projected to go overall for a while now, so no surprises there. Jalen Green and Evan Mobley have kind of gone back and forth. I think for most of this year, Evan Mobley was kind of projected to go number two overall, but Jalen Green's kind of really picked up a lot of traction in this past month or two. He did really well in in the G League Ignite team, averaging 
what was it, 18 points in a G League team at, you know, 18 years old is, is an amazing feature. And I think a lot of teams think he has kind of that superstar potential. Mobley, on, their, on the other hand, is kind of a stretch four. Um, he's a bit undersized right now. Kind of has the same dimensions that Anthony Davis and Chris Bosh did coming into the league. So he needs to kind of fill out there. But, you know, from what I've seen, he, he's kind of a hot instant high impact defender you know he can handle the ball surprisingly well for someone his size so he'll be joining kind of jared allen and darius garland in cleveland and then number four and five is kind of where the controversy's been so i've kind of had about an hour to digest number four selection by the toronto raptors being scotty barnes and i'm not a huge draft guy to be honest with you guys you know partially because the raptors have been doing so well in you know the past seven or eight years i've been watching basketball so there's really never been a reason for me to follow the draft that closely but obviously last year being in tampa bay and them struggling you know i really wanted to do my research on kind of the top few selections and scotty barnes ended up being the raptors selection and he kind of picked up a lot of traction in the past probably two weeks a lot of the raptors beat writers were saying you know, the front office was really impressed with his workouts and what he was capable of. But I never really imagined us selecting him just because, you know, from everything I've read and seen leading up to this draft, it's kind of been considered a four player draft, you know, at the top end with Cunningham, Green, Mobley and Suggs. And yeah, like Suggs, I I just loved everything Suggs has shown us or, you know, demonstrated as a player he's won at every level high school college you know he went 31 and 1 with Gonzaga only losing the last game of March Madness in the finals which was his only career loss in college kind of a serial winner you know his mentality his hustle you know a lot of the intangibles that you can't really teach Jalen Suggs did well so I was a bit gutted with that you know I think from the Raptors standpoint here And I'm trying to think from the front office perspective. Obviously, they have a lot more insight than I would. um, But wings and forwards run this league. And they always have been, no matter what anyone tells you. In the 90s, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen ran the league as kind of a, a, a shooting guard, small forward duo. In the early 2000s, you had Kobe kind of doing his thing obviously Shaq he's a big man but that's a bit different and then especially in the 2010s you know we've, we've had Kawhi Leonard Kevin Durant Giannis Antetokounmpo LeBron James and especially in the past decade I think this has really surfaced as a trend in the NBA and I think you know on paper Jalen Suggs has a much higher floor than than honestly probably maybe every p- prospect in this draft i mean i just think he's gonna be that good right away yet to be seen on the magic because that's a bit of a dysfunctional team right now but i think he would have been on the raptors whereas scotty barnes i mean he's kind of this point forward kind of modern nba player where he he's really big he's really long he has a great passing game great defense and that's kind of really where he shines i mean his shooting is really poor in college he shot 28 percent from three you know, I don't want to go entirely off that just because spacing in college is uh, is really terrible just because of the defensive three second or there being a no no defensive three second rule. And, you know, what I saw, what, what I've seen from from Scotty Barnes is he's a he's a really good player, but he's going to be a really good player in probably three to four years. So that's kind of my thinking behind the Raptors front office. And, you know, I've talked a lot about Scotty Barnes, but Jalen Suggs, on the other hand, you know, I think he'll do great for the Magic. 
you know that team is kind of full rebuild mode now now that now that they've traded Vucevic Fournier and Gordon but we'll see how he does there so kind of enough about those guys I've talked a lot about them number six we have Josh Giddy to the Oklahoma City Thunder seven Jonathan Kuminga to the Golden State Warriors eight Franz Wagner to the Orlando Magic, 9 Davion Mitchell to the Sacramento Kings, and 10 Zaire Williams to the New Orleans Pelicans. So it's really been interesting to pay attention to this draft kind of in, in, in the mid-lottery here. Josh Giddy, from the projections I've read, has, was kind of projected to go kind of 10th or 11th in this draft. So him moving up 4 or 5 spots is impressive. And then we have Davion Mitchell and Zaire Williams, who moved up a ton. Davion Mitchell's kind of a proven winner. He's a really old player in this draft. He's 22 years old. He won the national championship with Baylor this year or earlier this year against Jalen Suggs Gonzaga. I don't think he has kind of, I, I think he, I don't want to say he's reached his ceiling as a player, but I'm, I, I think, you know, the Sacramento Kings know what they're going to get in Davion Mitchell. And I don't think he's going to get much better than what he is, especially coming so old into this draft. So I'm 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 a bit surprised with that selection. And Zaire Williams kind of kind of came a bit out of nowhere from from uh, the mocks I've seen. He's kind of twenty to twenty five range. So New Orleans Pelicans maybe they just they just need kind of a big body beside Zion Williamson. I I can't really explain the the reasoning behind that, but I guess we'll see heading into this season. So. I hope that was a, a reasonable draft guide here, guys. I know I focused a lot on the earlier picks, but more will be seen. We'll be talking about Summer League and the Olympics. I'll be away this weekend, so unfortunately no episode more in-depth evaluating the draft and kind of the trades that'll subsequently happen. But you'll catch me uh, next Monday after that. So that's the update. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Adam Nazarelli. You can find the show notes at TBU. We'll be back with our regular updates on Monday, August 9th. Thanks for listening.